love it when you're trying to record a podcast, but you get sucked into a Vine thread for like an hour. That's been like you with any task for like the past week is like getting sucked into Vine threads. I love that Vine died and then immediately everyone cherished her again. You it know, was I never watched as many vines until after she was gone. It was a brief blip in our history, but she will live on forever. A blip in the radar, if you think about it. You know, I mean, Judy, I miss her. Yeah, Judy here. She was on the plane to Barcelona. <laughs> Whoa, what Barcelona? I just good, good joke. <laughs> what happened to her? I don't know what happened to her, but I know that I was fond of her. That's all I have to say about that. What is your favorite vine? If you're listening, you should tweet us your favorite vine. I don't know what mine is. Probably the lobster on the skateboard to the climb by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I would uh, have in to black say. and white. Yeah. Uh, mine's either the umbrellas on the beach. Oh, where it's like run. <laughs> that is an iconic. Or the duck army one where it's like the The squeezy ducks. The squeezy ducks and he pushes them all and they like all scream. Also love um more like Hurricane Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many good ones. I could literally spend this entire show quoting vines, but I, I will not feel do that. As though too. Vine is just like a level of like really niche internet weird comedy that is really fucking weird. I can't wait for the aliens to open up a vine thread on their way in. Is that in, like, the vault in Congress? The Disney it vault? Is? Yeah, the Disney vault? It's every vine thread. That's actually <laughs> what they're talking about. I want to know, like, is it a real vault or a digital vault? Or is it an imaginary vault? I guarantee they probably have a real vault with, like, the original film reels Is that where stuff Disney himself is? Frozen? Is that a real thing? Is he actually frozen? I don't think so, but that's just, Is like, that where uh, the premise of Frozen came from? Ooh. Can you call. believe it's 2017 and I still have avoided Frozen? Like, You've avoided a lot of things. I definitely want to see it, though. I just, I needed to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. Anyway, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And today's and... coffee is fucking delicious it smelled like french toast crunch which if you remember when that came back i was you, very was that jazzed when we had the show i don't know if that was during the show or not but i was fucking jazzed i guarantee you it's probably not vegan so i probably can't have it but i feel like they'll revive it again like they'll just do it's it. still there it is yeah and she's like back for good oh i didn't I know think, that as far as i know until they decide to break my heart again break my heart my achy breaky heart. So this is a lovely coffee from Coffee by Design, which sounds like a Nancy Drew game, if I'm being honest. What is it? What is the one like that is actually like by design? I think it's like Danger by Design, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, Deception. Yeah, I don't know. they're all lit. And so this is the main Maple Sunday. This is handcrafted coffee, micro roasted, whatever that means. This is from Kim, by the way. Yes, it's from Michigan, and it is tasty. She also sent us over another kind that we didn't make today, so we'll yeah, have to we'll, try that we'll one. Do that another one. There's a lot of Michiganders out there. Yeah, listening and also gandering, and also they have a lot of coffee with cherry elements. I've noticed. Yes, because we've gotten like several bags of coffee from Michigan that all have cherry influences, but are not the same is brand. Cherry like the peach of is Michigan. to Georgia. Listen, it's delicious though. It tastes like a pancake in my mouth, and you know what's better than waking up with that's a usually where I like my pancakes. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, though, Except we don't make them. <laughs> yeah, follow for more content. Um. So anyway, what else is going on? I got the coffee fact. Please. Enlighten us I all. will enlighten you. So, 
If you ever wondered where the term Java came from for yes. coffee, uh, it's actually a place. It's an island, and the Dutch w- began growing coffee on an island called Java. Were they the first? Uh, I don't think that they were the first, but this is just like, you know, where the Dutch started doing it. Gotcha. You know? okay. And it was in uh, 1696. I almost thought you were going to say something else. Just rearrange those numbers a bit. Wait. Oh my god, please. Um, well, that's interesting. Remember back in Millersville, there was a coffee shop that was like right around the corner from the school, and it was spelled Java Teas, you know, like tea, like the drink. Yeah. And they were so hip in there, and they called it Javetis, but it was clearly Java Teas, like literally just two words together. That was like... The most complicated thing about college was trying to figure out: Is it Javatis? Is it Javatis? Is it Javetis? Like I just remember being it? like, "Oh, I've never been to Javatis before, but we should go in there." And we went in there one time, and they were like, "Welcome to Javetis," and I was like, "I have to go." <laughs> Surprisingly, we weren't in there that often. Well, they, we it, the prices were like ridiculous. <laughs> the prices, the prices, the stock there. market, economics. Um, but anyway. That's the coffee. Here's the company. What's on the docket for so today? So we wanted to start off with somebody asked for the newer listeners that are out there if we could kind of just go through, you know, where we're at. What, what are we? What? Where do we have a presence in this crazy world that we call the internet? Well, the first place that we are <laughs> is in our hearts. Um, so first of all, you can support the show by signing up with our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. And yes. we're Coffee W Creation on Twitter. Yes. And that's pretty much the only social media page that we're active on. Yeah, we've got Besides a, our own personal twits. We've got Reddit, but I don't consider that a social media. That's that is a, like a whole world of fun, you know? And you know, you might be intimidated if you're not on Reddit and you hear all the bad things. There's a lot of bad places on Reddit, but not our community. Not it Coffee is... with Rachel or our Animal Crossing. The two high points yes. in my life, to be honest. So yeah, we're Coffee with Rachel on Reddit. Uh, we have net where you can get all of this information. All the links. If you ever want it. And if you want to listen to this show... I'm trying to remember off the top of my head where we're at. Well, that's too much. They're obviously listening, so they know where the fuck we're on. Are they? You know? Do you know? I don't know. I but don't know. It's the um, aliens of the future, and they're listening. They're That's us. embarrassing. You ever think about how many podcasts these aliens are going to have to catch up on? So many. How do they pick and choose what content? I can't wait to listen to their podcast. I bet they're lit. They're probably. It's gonna be like the fucking aliens in what was that movie we just watched? Arrival with like the circles. Like oh yeah, the eggs. Yeah, the little beauty blender, and it's got like circles, (laughs) like the coffee stains and the beauty blender. That's all I want. (laughs) So something I wanted to talk about today was a new campaign from Dove. Did you happen to see this online? I really haven't been on the internet too much today, so. Well, you please enlighten me. Tell me so, what's going on. Just to give you some background, I have a very interesting relationship with Dove, the company. So they, How about the bird? Uh, <laughs> hoot hoot. I mean, fuck. That's a great bird. I don't think they hoot. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I'm not about to break out my Dove impersonation right now. Um, it's a little too rusty. A quack, though, for me, it would be good. Um, so Dove is, as you know, hopefully, a soap company, essentially. And they always do these ads that are, like, very empowering. I put in quotes to women. But they're owned by Unilever, which always bothers me. Because Unilever already is just, like, a fucked up 
conglomerate of shit. Unilever is one of those companies that just like owns everything and is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they also own like I remember I was taking a communication class where we were talking about like feminism in the media and commercials and stuff like that and like sexism in commercials and so we always brought up like the whole Dove thing. I did like an entire speech about this but it was like comparing Dove's commercials to Axe because Axe is also owned by Unilever so yeah. like they make really misogynist ads that I'm sure you've seen before. So, no, what are you talking about? I don't know. What you mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I don't have cable anymore so I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore but you know uh, they, yeah, they had them. So Dove came out with it. So every time Dove comes out with another campaign that's just like, we empower all women, I just, I have like, I don't know how I feel because it's like on the one hand, it's a good thing. On the other hand, I don't think it's authentic and it's definitely a way to use feminism and like positivity in a way just to sell product. And you know how I feel about that. It's a very gray area for me. I don't know what's right, like what's better, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh, they came out with an ad today. It's just like in the UK and it's all, you know, they're like body wash. Yeah. So they have it in all these different, like, weird shapes of the bottles. And it's like, you basically choose the Dove bottle for your body type. And it's like... Are they shaped like bodies? Or is it shaped like just weird shapes? I don't know. They look like vases to me, honestly. But, I mean, there were just, you know, there were, like, skinnier ones. There were hourglass-shaped ones. There were, like, larger ones. You know, short ones, tall ones. Like, I don't know what was happening. Okay. And so the idea is, like, you know, we're here for diversity and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's just like, yeah, well, all the bottles are white. So, you know, there's that. Uh, But... Like... It's just a. It's just I'm That's picturing really... like John Ham, <laughs> Don Draper, like looking at this ad and being like, "Yes, this will work." <laughs> That's like adding in something that didn't need to be there because like the bottles are just bottles. Like I don't see this. I'm like, wow, you know, this bottle really doesn't represent my body size. Like there you know was what I mean? one that was like because people are already making so many good jokes about it, but there was one. It was like, what if skinny bitch isn't available? Like, will I die if I use a different <laughs> one or something like that? Or like. There's one where they have Waluigi, like, photoshopped on the tall one. And oh, my then God. Toad on, like, one of the other ones and stuff. And they're just like, wow, thank you. Now, also, which ones come with more product in them? Because I'm, gonna, well, I'm just going to pick the one that's got more product in it. I'm assuming that it's, like, the same product, but it's just, like, the way they maneuvered the plastic, yeah. you know? It, that's stupid. That's, like... You already have to deal with products being unnecessarily gendered. Now yeah. you got like <laughs> products that are unnecessarily like body typed. I just a lot of people were just like, I feel like Dove is like <laughs> they really don't want you to think you're fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like they're. It's like I don't even think about my body as much as Dove does. Like, <laughs> you know. But whatever. It's just a funny ad, and I'm not like, there's nothing really wrong with it to be necessary. It's not it, like it's, a Pepsi, okay? Yeah, it's not Pepsi. It's just, it's something. Speaking <laughs> about questionable ads, though, uh, so we talked about a couple of episodes ago about Wonder Woman and how they, like, forgot that that movie existed with yeah. marketing. So We have an update on this story. Turns out they are doing a little bit of marketing, and it's questionable. Oh, uh, questionable, TM. So there's, I guess, this brand of protein, fitness, bar shakes, things called Think Thin. Okay. Which you can tell by the name, you know, what that kind of product is going to be. And so they have a collab. Thin equates to health. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's, That's the, the only way you can do it. You can't be healthy, <laughs> TM, without it. So they have a collaboration, collab, uh, with uh, a branded deal <laughs> integration with Wonder Woman, 
And so now they have like these. The actress or actual Wonder Woman? Like the whole, the movie. Oh. You know what I mean? Is she going to have one in the movie? Like eating the bar? Oh my god. <laughs> this is how I stay like superhero. It's this like, is how my cuffs this. are so snatched. <laughs> I don't know. What, I never, I don't know her origins. Yeah. I just know she has bracelets that are lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just a very questionable advertisement because it's like, she's all about like, she's a strong ass female character that like kicks ass and it is like it's finally like one of the first non-catwoman movies to be made yeah right <laughs> you know? like they haven't even done a fucking black widow yet and she's been in like seven million other marvel movies yeah so like well you know what i think about is uh have we seen chris evans pounding a fucking like sugar bear hair situation you know what i mean like where's where's captain america drinking slim fast i just want to know or the hulk because like i mean he's got to turn back into the old ruffalo so i know like that's already questionable as it is no but they're just like in pop tart ads or something you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> but it's even more questionable though when there's like barely any advertisement for this movie and then that's like the only thing they got going for it yeah i'll be interested to see how well it does in the theaters it really sucks though because they personally want to it against fail. yeah Ugh. so that's fucked up i also hope that there's a uh, poison ivy movie that ever exists Ooh. Like a new one, because I know that they did one a long time ago. But that would be fucking fantastic. And I want to play her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but she's she's a villain, so I mean, Ugh, I guess. I just love Well, they villains. did Suicide Squad. Like, do something. Yeah, also fuck Suicide Squad. But like, no. you know, they did, this is not a superhero, but they did Maleficent. And, you know, if, I just, I think movies centered around a villain and like from their perspective is just so much more interesting than some fucking USA flag humping goddamn Chris Evans. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, if I had to choose between a Poison Ivy movie or an Ursula movie over like, I don't know, anyone, any man, <laughs> I'd pick those. I just want more movies starring Matthew McConaughey Stop. that are rom-coms. Crawl. The Warrior King. I watched that last night. I finally made him watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And boy. I've done uh, The Wedding Planner. Now I did How to Lose a Guy. Next on the docket. Made in Manhattan, Made in Manhattan. I'm expecting that one to be like the best quality film I've ever I cannot wait for you to see Ralph Fiennes playing with a nose. (laughs) Yes, true. And just J-Lo in the white coat. Kill me. How to lose a guy in ten days though. It was better than the other one. The one I like keep forgetting the name because the I wanna plan. block it out. The Those wedding M&Ms, planner is old as fuck. The MMs pissed me off from the get-go. Cause chocolate's already brown. <laughs> Bitch, it still has food coloring in it. That's uh, a lie. They lied God. to you. And as a kid, I watched the movie and I was like, whoa, they're so right. <laughs> but like there is a candy shell. If you have not seen the wedding planner, this might not make any sense to you. Well, you should. Because I love they're watching on... old ass rom coms and then seeing all the actors before they were in other things. You know what I mean? I want to know what was the stepping stones that he took to get from those moments to Interstellar and like Dallas Buyers Club. And I just remember because the then after we watched How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, it dawned on me that like when he won his Oscar, all I tweeted was "Crawl <laughs> the Warrior King" in all caps. And so I looked and I found that fucking tweet. It was 2014. It was such a year, and all the comments were like, "You killed my love fern." <laughs> so if you have any cheesy rom-coms that you think we should watch, let us know. Tweet us, email yeah, us. Yeah, those two, though, they're on Netflix. So I've watch watched them. quite a few. Oh, well, Made in Manhattan's on Amazon Prime, I think. Uh, you also want me to watch Sweet Home Alabama. Fuck, that's my favorite one. 
That's such a good one. Oh. I wonder if we get that one. We'll have to look at like know. the seven different fucking video services we have. Oh like. my god. Lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even true? We'll never know. <laughs> so I can kiss you anytime I want. I just love the, the southern accents, the Reese Witherspoon, that fucking blonde guy that's so fuckable. Also, Patrick Dempsey and his diamond rings. It's just a lot. I said I want to have... Like a redemption, like some kind of holiday esque movie where it's Matthew McConaughey and Patrick Dempsey and J Lo and J Lo, the trio. Yeah, that's all I need in my life. Like an updated rom com. I want Stanley Tucci there. I don't know why, but I just want him to be there. He's just a great actor. The Devil Wears Prada is kind of a rom com, yeah. if we're being honest. But it is, it is, it is, it's, a, it's a, blah, I can't even speak. It's in its own caliber. Yeah, its own category. I read that book, and the movie kills the book. The book is so shitty compared to the movie. Oh. The movie is... The, that is, like, the one example I can think of where the movie is way better than the book. Okay. I don't know if I have any other examples. I can't think also, of any Also, I was too young head. to be reading that book, if I think about it. <laughs> you were too young to be... Doing a lot. What was I doing? Honestly, though, I saw Austin Powers when I was, like, fucking 14. Well, so did... No, I saw it when it was, like, in theaters. Or whenever it was in theaters. Like, one of the, like gold member where the fuck it was whenever that the was in Beyonce? theaters yeah i saw that in theaters i saw the spy who shagged me in theaters Damn. how all right that one's old as fuck i feel like that's like the second one or the first one that's the first one okay so that was the same year that mummy came out and I t- i've definitely told the story before but i saw the mummy in theaters with my family and i was so scared so my mom like pulled me out of the theater and we just went into the austin powers movie because she yeah. thought it was a kid's movie and it was not <laughs> And that I, was it's 1999. The one with like, That's seven years old. Everything went over my head. Yeah. But like the scene where they're like, they're in a tent or something. And so you see like their silhouettes and he's just like pulling shit out of her ass or something. Like yeah, just like the silhouette yeah. of objects. And I was just like, wow. Come I feel like that happens in like every one of those movies though. Yeah. Looking I feel like back. that happened in like, I don't know. Totally Spies. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking Totally Spies. You know what I'm talking about. Charlie's Angels. I'm embarrassed to have ever witnessed those films now. What, Charlie's Angels? No, the Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, yeah. me too. Honestly, a lot of things. Anything with Adam Sandler, too. I know he wasn't there, but he just felt like he could have been. It upsets me that he has, like, eight movie deals with Netflix. Can you believe that people are watching them? Like, they have, like... They're bringing a lot of they have like millions and millions of views, and he got he initially had four movies, and they bumped it up to eight. I think the people that are watching him on repeat on Netflix are the same people that are watching um, Big Bang Theory. I feel like that's a similar like group. We should do a study. That's why that's so popular. I can't believe they're doing a spinoff of that too. They are. I think so. What is it? Like Young Sheldon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just remember my one comm teacher was obsessed with it, and we had to, like, watch it in class My dad watches it. And it was hard. I know. It's just, like, you know, it's something. It's something. What channel is that on? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't don't know any information about that show, except the fact that it has laugh tracks. Yeah, and it's it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So, I saw this thing that was very interesting, very eye-opening. What? And it's that SpongeBob, the main characters, they all relate to the seven deadly sins. Is this, like, a confirmed thing? Like This is, like, a conspiracy theory. It's not really, like, confirmed oh. by <laughs> the people. But, but I'm here for it. It would be great 
it fits pretty well, so it'd be great if we, we should got do some one episode just about conspiracy theories. Let us know if you guys would be into that, and also let us know what conspiracy theories you want us to conspire. I got, I got about. some, <laughs> like that dark ass Rugrats one about what Rugrats is supposed to represent, and it's fucked up. Have oh, you ever read man. that? If we do a conspiracy theory episode, I will read that one. Out. Like ones about like shows and stuff too. Like yeah, I like love show like stuff this. about Disney. <laughs> yeah, it's also like I don't know if I said it on the show, but like how Mr. Robot is apparently. Supposed Supposed to be about the stages of Jesus's life, and Elliot's supposed to be. Oh, Jesus. it's biblical. It's always fucking. It's biblical. always biblical. The classic metaphor we all know and love. Yeah. All right. So for the seven deadly sins, there's sloth, which they say is Patrick. Okay, that makes sense. Wrath is Squidward. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Greed, Mr. Krabs. Yeah. That's a given. Envy is Plankton. Yeah, that makes sense. Gluttony is Gary. Apparently, there's, like, a running joke in it that it's, like, don't forget to feed Gary or I gotta go feed Gary. Like, that's how they... I mean, it's true. And there's that one episode where he feeds him a lot. Yeah. It's really beefy. Uh, Pride is Sandy, because she's, like, Texas Pride. I'm a scientist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Astronaut. Isn't she an astronaut? Well, I just say scientist, because they always use her as just, like, she knows science. Yeah. And then Lust is SpongeBob. Why? They say it's Ew. because lust, a definition of lust is excessive love of others, and Spongebob shows his love and over-eagerness to do good and help people, even when they don't love him. That's true, okay. Yeah. That show had depth that we didn't even know at the time. I could always go back and watch that. I love, I'm glad that I was raised on Spongebob Squarepants. It, it is You knew content. that I was going to be watching that. Are you kidding me? Weird humor and ocean life. Yeah. Today I was working and in the background I had on a live expedition <laughs> of the Eve Nautilus. Mm-hmm. They were doing things. It was incredible, you know. I I will my entire YouTube recommendations from today is a bunch of like reels and clips of different live expeditions yeah where something wild happened like that one time the mola mola showed up and everybody's like cheering screaming <laughs> which honestly is so me there was one i watched today and it was this like really grumpy ass fish and you just hear the scientists go that's me in the morning and i'm like <laughs> why am i not on this boat <laughs> That would be the perfect job. Because picture you. me like doing that, and I'm like, okay, uh, let's zoom in on those polyps there, and then I just say some weird ass shit. <laughs> That's what we need in the science community, I would say. It really, you know, makes it relatable for those teens, hit young millennials out there, like the like 45 year olds that are watching. I don't know. That's <laughs> just a random number. There was like 45 viewers, also. Oh, you know, I was one of those people. They should have more viewers on these live streams. Are you kidding me? So in other news, Pepe is gone. Yeah, they thank killed God. Pepe, the author, author, animator, artist, artist. Yeah, I had he, a lot he's of a comic. Thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So he killed him, and it's like his last straw because you know at first he was just like no one can take Pepe from me and make him an actual Nazi symbol, and then the White House and everybody else, you know, claimed him as such. So then it was kind of just like, okay, well, you're going to have to do something. I don't think people are going to stop using it to be an asshole. Absolutely not. I see that everywhere. Twitter icons and Facebook pages and everything. I know. It's It's so sad that he was... He was wholesome, and he got taken away from us. He was wholesome. It's a, it's a shame. He, he was the sacrifice, though, you know. If they take anybody else, like, I'll be so pissed off. I can't imagine who they would take next. 
Yeah, what's going on in the meme world? Like, I don't even know. I feel like it hasn't been popping since record scratch. If I'm being honest, yeah, I feel like you know we're kind of in just well, like Pepsi. Oh yeah, okay. That's... That was like a, a 24 hour to 48 hour meme. You know, it had a low shelf life. Yeah, if you go out buy a Pepsi can and like try and give it to some people fighting or something right now, it's a little it's a little past due. Yeah, I would say. Oh my god, people like still making fucking reaction videos to it now, and I'm like, bitch, it's been weeks. No, I'm just kidding. I should do that to Lyle memes are one of those things. You gotta jump on it. You know, if I had a YouTube channel right now, still, I'd be fucking, I'd be nervous. You know, yeah. that ad revenue though. <laughs> That's a whole other story. So the CEO of YouTube actually finally like commented on the whole YouTube as a CEO. Yes, they do. There's somebody like in an executive running that company. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but she basically said that like you know YouTube is made up of like you know real people. Blah blah blah. We don't want it to turn into TV, etc. But they just launched another thing where it's like Ellen DeGeneres and Demi Lovato and. I think Katy Perry and like all these other people are getting yeah, like their own series. Yeah, they're real people, just the real people that are already millionaires. But they have Red and Link, so it's still you yeah, know. God, not React TV. World. <laughs> Is that no? No, it's not. It's not a thing. But. Okay, and they also like I think the the slow mo dudes have their own <laughs> thing. They have it's some. Um, they have a new show. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know that I don't. You know, it's just a mess over there. We'll see what happens. I um, so many creators now are like pulling their content, either pulling it or focusing all of their content um, on Twitch because yes. you have the donations, and I think you have advertisements as well. And I guess people yeah. aren't boycotting Twitch like, ads. You, you, the way it works is different. Like you can follow people, which is essentially subscribing on YouTube, but then there's also subscribe on. Uh, Twitch. What which, is the difference between which, subscribing gets rid of advertisements? Oh, and it also gets you like unlocks a whole bunch of shit, like basic emoticons, <laughs> a whole bunch like, of shit emojis <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like it unlocks all that stuff. But I see a lot more people are uh, making podcasts these days. Yo, I know. Honestly, it's a great platform. I think it's great. I like listening. You know, I enjoy. You can listen and then do other things. Like, there's a lot of people that are, like, very... They do, like, visual podcasts, too, and I don't need it. I really just need the sound. But at the same time, like, sometimes it is nice to, like, see what people are doing, you know? But also, I just picture us filming ours, and I would be so annoyed. Because I yeah. just, like, I look like a fucking flop when I'm filming this. Like, I, I don't even have pants on. Like, I am not getting dressed up You know how talk. there was that, like, whole trend in the early days of YouTube of, like, taking screenshots of when you pause on somebody and, like, they're making a weird face, like, while they're talking this or whatever? This whole podcast This whole podcast like would be that. I like, would definitely not be in the frame. And you'd also see how much of an asshole I am when I'm spilling coffee all over myself. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I spill coffee over myself pretty discreetly on this show. I wonder if you can hear it soaking It happens on a pretty frequent couch. basis. We don't always call it out. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes we just have to let it happen, let it seep in the moisture. <laughs> All right, so we have a quiz here from BuzzFeed that was sent over to us on Twitter from Skylar, and it is... What is this? This is a Make Yourself a Coffee, and we'll tell you which Harry Potter character you are. So, like, honestly... That's on brand. That's on brand on multiple points. So the first question is, pick a mug. So there's a black one. There's one that says, every woman is a rebel. Bitch, please, I'm a unicorn. A Lego-ass mug. Um, this coffee is making me awesome. There's one with Neil deGrasse Tyson on it. I don't know who this woman is. And that's Skellington. Jack's, yeah, Jack Skellington. <laughs> uh, that I was, was... going to pick the, you know, 
Every woman is a rebel. I'm going to go with the Lego one. Uh, Which of these are you craving today? Espresso, cappuccino, latte, caramel macchiato, Irish coffee, mocha, Americano, or double? Double (laughs) Double. frenzy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the daily double. I'm going to pick caramel macchiato. Ooh, I'm going to pick a latte. I used to get that all the fucking time. With milk? Question mark. Uh, regular, lactose-free, 2%, 2% lactose-free. Whoa. Who is that? Specifications on this. Soy milk, coconut milk, rice milk, or no milk. Um, okay, so normally I'd pick a nice soy, but if rice milk is available, I will choose it. I'm going to say soy. Okay, with or without sugar. Regular, I feel like I'm playing fucking Animal Crossing. <laughs> Regular sugar, sweet and low. Stevia, Splenda, cane sugar, or no sugar. Mm. Or you could have those, like, giant crystallized sugar in the raw crusts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the that, nice the, brown packaging to yep. make you think that it's natural. It fucking just popped right out of the earth. Yeah, this sugar's right here. <laughs> no going sugar. Down. Oh, yeah, same, exactly. Uh, something extra? Shot of espresso, flavored syrup, chocolate syrup, chocolate shavings, whipped cream, vanilla, peppermint, nothing. Ooh, if I'm going to get something extra, it would be whipped cream. Uh, I'm going to do an extra shot. Um, and any treats, we've got a donut, I think that's like a chocolate-filled croissant, some yes. regular spiral-ass thing. I don't know her. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with this delicious like a little mini bunt cake. There's a chocolate cupcake. chip muffin. That's what I'm going for. Oh, oh, yeah, that is a muffin. That's not a fucking... I'm going to go with the donut. I got Screw Lord it. Voldemort. Oh, Thank God. shit. And I got Luna. <laughs> Amazing. Honestly, those fit. It says yeah, she's to a Ravenclaw. To put it nicely, and he's a <laughs> you delight in the bad luck of others. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your heart is black as night, and you would do anything to get what you want, even the unthinkable. That is absolutely inaccurate. I can't even tell my waiter <laughs> that I have an allergy. Uh, so some would describe you as eccentric, but in reality, you're just a misunderstood soul, very much ahead of your time. Your tastes <laughs> are just as eclectic, but that just makes you an even more interesting and mysterious person. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm eccentric. Yeah. No. I don't know. I mean... I mean, the house is right. Yeah, the know? house is right. They got me. Because yeah. he's definitely a Slytherin, right? Oh my <laughs> god, please I'm stop. just kidding. Um, but anyway, I just laughed like Bellatrix, so just fuck me up. Alright, well then I think this is a good time to go to some questions. Alright. But first, a word from our sponsor. Whoa. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. So HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that makes you a personal chef at home. So it takes like 30 minutes to make a recipe that you've probably never made before. And it just gets you inspired to cook in your kitchen. You know, it's fucking, it's, I guess it's summer, honestly. I don't even know what's happening here in Seattle. What season is it? But all I know is there is produce happening. And yeah. she's coming back. And HelloFresh always sources the most fresh ingredients so that you have a nice meal, TM. Yeah, and you have just the perfect amount of the ingredient so you're not wasting anything you know, use everything that you get in the box. It's good for when you have people over and you want to impress them. You have a romantic interest coming over and you want to look like you're hot shit. Just, yeah. uh, just make a HelloFresh meal. We've tried the veggie box and we gotta say, the recipes that we got to try were fantastic. 
So if you guys want to try out HelloFresh, you can go to HelloFresh.com. If you use code CWC30, you'll get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Again, that's HelloFresh.com and use code CWC30. So we also want to shout out the podcast Into the Twilight by Alexandra and Cody, which is actually super relevant right now because Chris is actually reading Twilight for the very first time. It's a wild ride. So it is a podcast that dissects Twilight and is a feminist analysis of your problematic fave, and it goes out every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So when you're done listening to this, go check them out. Okay, and let's do some questions. If you sign up on Patreon, you know, you get your questions read here first, and so I'm going to read some Bencho questions. First one is from M, who said, Are you guys allergic to anything besides dairy? Which I guess that is... a Allergy. Yeah? I have no idea what's happening. I know you're allergic to like the skin just of like... every fruit here now in Washington. Oh my god, I hate it. Because I just got some Granny Smiths and he can't even what, partake. What it's was really the upsetting. other thing that I tried? Like, was it a strawberry? I think it was. I did have a strawberry. But then sometimes it didn't affect me. And like, sometimes carrots get you, too. I don't know. You it's know what? Maybe it's because like we got a bunch of strawberries at one point. I was eating them regularly. So like maybe I just desensitized myself. But the apples, they really fuck me up. Every single... It's because we don't have them all the time. I don't... Oh, are you allergic they're... to, like, penicillin or something? Amoxicillin, yeah. Are you all the cillins? They usually just don't use any of them. What about Cillian Murphy? No, I can't watch any of his movies. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> wow, Batman, sorry. <laughs> what was it? Oh, man, it's the one where it's a night flight shit... Rachel McAdams, uh, what's the word when you take a flight in a red eye? Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm glad you guys all had that thought process just in your ears. You what know? is that coffee? Again, that's a coffee too. Right? Yeah, it's when you get, oh my god. And there's also a black eye too, right? Yeah, I think a red eye is where you have two shots of espresso and a cup of coffee and a black eye is just one. Uh, but I could have that fucked up. Also, Starbucks just makes shit up. Like, <laughs> what they think a macchiato is is not what a traditional one is. So, you know, don't go off of what I'm saying. All right, next question's from Sam. And they said, until about two years ago, I identified as straight, but as time has progressed, I realized that my attraction to women was something that I have been oppressing. I feel pretty comfortable with the bisexual label for a while, but more recently I've come to a point where I think I've been totally honest with myself. I'm gay. But coming out to people seems to put a finality on myself and my sexuality, and it feels like I've been dishonest if I end up being attracted to a guy. Oh, no. You shouldn't have to feel that way. I know that sexuality is fluid and labels are unimportant in many ways, but it doesn't make me feel any more comfortable with my situation. On top of that, I feel like this is something I should have realized a long time ago, but I didn't, and it's super, super overwhelming. Do you have any advice? I think, first of all, like, it is so normal to go back and forth on what you're thinking because you're trying to work it out like you're literally just trying to figure it out and i think there's like this gross pressure that other people put on you that like once you say like you are something and like you put a label on yourself people think that it's fucking like burned in stone or whatever (laughs) scratched like we can't expect just like with many things in life like for example trying to pick what you want to do for the rest of your fucking life we can't expect people to be like when they're fucking in high school be like this is what I'm doing, so that's what I'm going to do mean, for the rest the of my life. I mean, the difference is, like, most, like, it's not a choice, but it's yeah. something that's, like, it's nuanced, and it takes years to, to fully like, understand, like, 
what you're actually feeling because if you're not grown up in like a really supportive environment or a really inclusive environment there's like barely any representation like all these things factor into like how long it takes someone to honestly even realize what their feelings are like yeah like feelings and thoughts are complicated and so it's gonna take a long time for especially somebody growing up to like understand what they're thinking like for example when i was younger and i was starting to understand like my attraction to women I remember being like, okay, well, like, I'm clearly, you know, sexually attracted to women, but I could never date one. I'd probably never be able to, like, have feelings for a woman the way that I do men. And that was how I felt when I was younger, but it took me actually having feelings for a woman to unlock that and be like, oh, you know what I mean? So, like, you're always going to be changing, and I think... The people online, because I feel like it's very prevalent online, like, you're not, I don't know, I've never experienced people in my, like, personal life being like, oh, well, like, you're not straight anymore, like, why'd you change your mind, you know what I mean, like, things like that, but online, there's, like, this pressure that it's, like, once you announce what your sexuality is at all, like, people are like, okay, like, you can't, you can't change, and it's, like, everybody's just figuring themselves out, and, like... You know, the whole bisexuality thing, too. You know, a lot of people get frustrated when people come out as bisexual and then they might be, you know, considering themselves to be a lesbian or gay later on. And it's like, I don't fucking knock people that are, you know, have that experience because, you know, they're doing what they have to do. You don't know what their environment was that they grew up into. But, like, it doesn't make people that are 100% bisexual and who, you know, aren't going to take that step or whatever, like, they don't feel that way, that doesn't make them any less valid. That's the point. Like, bisexuality exists as well as people trying to figure out who they are and then eventually coming out as just straight-up gay. Like, it happens, you know? like If somebody identifies as one thing and then they realize a couple years later that they identify as something else, like... many years. (laughs) That's, like... I think about people that are, like, much older than us that might not have had any representation, nothing but shaming, and, like, are probably only coming to terms with their sexuality, like, now, in 2017. Like, there's probably so many people that fit that description. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. It's a total process, but, you know, first of all, don't put any, like, time constraint on it. Like, it's going to take years to figure out what you want and who you are. And, like, some people, you know, feel very comfortable and they know really exactly who they are right away and those people are really you know killing it i guess i don't yeah, know like that, you, they had a, probably a different environment than i did yeah. growing up and if you're not comfortable using the bisexual label like fully but also not comfortable saying you're gay like you don't have to put yeah, a label on it you really at this don't. moment and like i'm the type of person that like i don't think it's like a bad thing to have a label because there's a lot of comfort in it and i find a lot of comfort in mine but yeah. like if you're if you're feeling attraction to all of these people and you don't really know what you're feeling, you know what I mean, and you don't really have like a specific label that you feel comfortable with, just like Take live your life. Yeah, it'll come. You know, to you. be with whoever you want, and then the label or the security in a community will come later. You yeah, know what I mean? maybe you never label it, and you're still just comfortable. There and are plenty a good of people time. that yeah. don't label it. You know, it's it's just everybody's life is different. Yep. Everyone has a totally different experience and, like, surrounding culture that can influence any of this. Yeah, exactly. There's no, like, race to figure it out, you know? All right, next question is from Allison, who said, Hey, guys, I've been in therapy for a while for my depression and anxiety, and a few months ago, I asked my therapist what my diagnosis is. Mm. He wouldn't tell me. Is this okay? Should I ask again? Is it okay not to know? Like, I don't know if I have PTSD or bipolar depression, and I don't know how important it is that I know. He said he didn't want me to have that term in my head defining me. Interesting. I mean, 
I think it, it I, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel as though like if you feel as though you would have a lot of comfort and understanding and knowing it that, also helps like if you're trying to be on medication as well, yeah, to like know what you're treating. but I don't know, like from my experience, I remember my first therapist. He was more, like, less willing to label what was going on with me. Because I really do think that, like, well, first of all, I wasn't honest with him. And he didn't think the problems that I had were extended outside of, like, school situations. Yeah, this is still the whole, like, you're doing bad in school, so therefore you are depressed. Yeah, so he just said I had, like, a generalized anxiety disorder is what he said I had. So I was like, okay... Cool, and then I find like my second or third therapist, actually no fourth, I don't remember. Whatever <laughs> the bench I'm with now, who I really care for, she like told me, you know, after the fact, and that was when I didn't even realize I had PTSD, and I found that out, and it was like it changed a lot of stuff for me, and it really has helped me. So I don't know. It, I, I mean, it's like on the one hand, you want to like trust your therapist to like know that they're doing what they think is the best for your progress, but at the same time, that seems a little raising of an eyebrow to me um so you know i would highly recommend honestly watching katie morton's videos on youtube she's a licensed therapist and she does a lot of videos on like red flags about therapists you know what to look out for and or even shooting her a dm she might actually have some valuable information but yeah i'm sure she'd be more than happy to like i would definitely if it's something that you really want to know because i know i absolutely wanted to know i mean maybe it's worth mentioning again and expressing that you feel like you want to really know that information. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but good luck. I, I obviously am not going to be like an expert in this, but you know, I would personally want to know. Yeah. I think I would want to know too. Yeah. It just, it, it, there's a, there's a, it's a medical condition most of yeah. the time. So it's like, that's important as well. It kind of feels like if you don't have a term for it or like a label for it, then it's like, amorphous and you're not really sure like what's it's that and also it's like for me it was like almost a little invalidating it felt like there wasn't an actual reason i was feeling this way it was Uh, just me not being able to get over it or something but like having an actual thing have a name for what i'm struggling facing like that helped me kind of displace me from my actual like mental illness so Mm -hmm. that I knew that I was like fighting that and not necessarily like myself if that makes sense it makes you less hard on yourself yeah at least that's been my experience so I can only talk from that but you know let us know yeah all right next question is I have crushing anxiety about my upcoming wisdom teeth removal surgery. All of my teeth are impacted, so I will have to be put under. I've never had any treatment where anesthesia was necessary, and I'm scared I'll never wake up. I'm also scared of waking up and making a fool of myself while drugged slash people taping me without my consent. Yeah. Parentheses, thank you for the viral video trend. Right. Uh, My boyfriend has been very supportive of me during this process and has offered to drive me slash stay with me during my procedure and after. I'm just so afraid of the unknown. Any advice on how to stay calm before my surgery? Any benches have any other tips for recovery after surgery? And this was an example of, like, our community being so great, because this is from our Reddit. Yeah. And, like, there were so many replies to this with, like, a whole bunch of encouragement as well as, like, tips for recovery afterwards. So you guys are all fucking fantastic. I'll tell you right now, I have not had mine removed because of my anxiety about you know anesthesia and yeah and just dentistry in general so like you're not alone in the anxiety i feel like that's very common yeah um but you're the only one that's had them taken that was the only time i've been under anesthesia myself 
I mean, as far as I fucking know, maybe as a little baby for like two seconds, I don't know. But yeah, like, I mean, we just found out the breastfeeding situation, <laughs> so we don't even know, man. Yeah, so I was under anesthesia for, like, my experience with the whole thing is like, I literally felt like I was just falling asleep. They, you know, put the little mask thing on me, and I, one minute I was there, one minute I was waking up. Okay. Because, and I found out afterwards that I threw up over all over everybody. Oh my god! Because like, I still, like it's beforehand, still... it's like you can't eat for like twenty four hours beforehand, but you also have to take like a shit ton of ibuprofen. Mm. So like. That didn't didn't have a nice mixture for me. That and might not be everybody's experience, though. We don't know what kind of yeah, fucked up yeah, dentist that, you went to. Who knows? That, that was me, and I mean, after, and he lived to tell the tale. I lived to tell the tale. I got a I got a t shirt out of it. Um, I also like my mom was there, and apparently the entire time because I was you know loopy afterwards. All I wanted to do was, like, send, like, videos of it to Rachel. Yeah. Like, that's all I was trying to do the whole time. <laughs> they sent me one. I don't really remember. You weren't, like, viral video worthy. No, but it was no, no. I was just, like, groggy as fuck. But like, if it's something that, like, if if you really don't want to be filmed and, like, you don't want anybody, like, fucking with you afterwards, like, just tell, like, your, you know, your family, whoever's going to be around. Like, Yeah, just, it sounds like your boyfriend was very, like ready to be supportive because they should respect that because i can totally understand how you wouldn't like if it's something that you're like you know anxious about and that you don't know like yeah i would totally if i'm gonna be in that if i'm gonna be in a state where i'm not fully capable you know what i mean like to make my own decisions and whatnot then i want to have somebody with me that i can fully trust and support oh yeah so i would just make sure you go into that scenario with somebody that fits that bill. Yeah. So our next question here is, if you were a town slash city, what would be your slogan? Whoa. I'm going to say largest population of pickles. <laughs> home, is that like your fucking claim to fame? Home of the pickles. Home of the largest population of pickles. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, God. Um, mine's going to be like the home of the international popcorn challenge you know what i mean like you know like no, one of those the weird... biggest ball of popcorn the biggest ball of popcorn well it's more of like a slogan like not just like a monument so it would be more like what's what's a slogan for a state like when um, you're here you're popped <laughs> when you're here you're corn <laughs> well there you go I still can't get over the fact that Olive Garden changed their slogan They're to, like, just more family. Upset me. That and Pringles, I don't know which upsets me more. What? Oh, right. What did they change it the, to? It's nothing related to once you pop, the fun don't stop. Oh, like, okay. It's probably just, like, these are crispy and your hands stuck. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Also, apparently, this has nothing to do with Pringles at all, but my thought process is crazy today. Um, you can vote now to name one of the new crayons from Crayola. And it's, like, oh. a blue. So, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I want to do it. Well, I'll name it Lila's Eye. Amazing. I'm yeah. sure they'll pick that. Thank God. I gotta see the shade of blue. Yeah. I, I think it's like a regular, like, classic Roy G. Biv type of blue. You know I love Roy. 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 <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> we actually do know he came up with that. You know. Okay, so I've been thinking about getting another cat. What tips do you have on choosing a new chunker and how to best and safely and stress-free introduce them? Honestly, I don't have to choose. For picking a chunker, it just... It you, happens. You know. You just you know. You know when you see them. Yeah. That's what happened with 
The old Squan and Junka. Yeah, I mean, honestly, anyone is up for grabs for me. Unless it says, like, this cat only likes to live under your bed and will never come near you at all. Like, yeah. I'm not... Well, I mean, honestly, that was squeezy. Yeah, Though you know. they totally bullshitted his bio. They were like, he's so sweet, he loves to be pet. It took him four fucking years <laughs> to like to be pet. Like, what are they talking about? But, like, you know, I just think of when I got my cat Autumn and I walked into the cat area walked into of the shelter and because we were there for a fucking dog i just went into the cat area for fun and she was there and i she got was a, there i got attached like immediately because she was following me around and she wouldn't leave me alone and it was wonderful and so that will happen where you'll just see a photo and you'll be like that's the one i need them that's the one that's it that's the one <laughs> thank god you've seen camp rock now <laughs> All right, next question is for you. Uh, do you miss YouTube? Why or why not? Ooh, yes and no. Yeah, Probably hard, no. mostly no, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. And I feel really bad because I still get comments from people that are like, I, you know, I miss seeing you on YouTube. And, like, I miss when I enjoyed doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I do do that. And, like, sometimes I'll think of a video idea and I still write down ideas because, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's, you know... Who knows what I'll do in the future, but at this point in time, it is absolutely not something that I think I want to get back into anytime soon. Yeah. The platform itself needs to change. I need to change. It would not be what it was before. I would have, like, if I were going to come back, I'd have, like, a very solid, like, nailed down genre, and I would only stick to that genre. I wouldn't be as broad as I was, and it would have a lot more finesse to the aesthetics of it and everything like it would be more high quality but also it's because i have the podcast now so i don't feel like i'm losing my personality so like if i because i think about like because i'm trying to open this etsy store this month right and like eventually like what if i started making like videos about how i make some of this shit or like live streams and stuff it would be about that and then the the personality would come more through this podcast where i can just talk about whatever whatever yeah whatever we feel like talking about but yeah i mean honestly i'm i'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that decision to be honest can you believe it's been six months it doesn't feel like it it feels like it just happened yes yeah, surprising i know it was december and you know i still keep up with everything like i still watch all my friends and you know i had been asked to be in collab videos i just didn't feel comfortable doing that yet because i kind of felt like it's kind of shitty for me to be in a collab video if i'm not making videos myself i don't know um but you know we'll never say never as the old bieber once said (laughs) but right now i'm feeling good Mm -hmm. about things all right so this next question here is On one of your recent podcasts, you answered a question about what to do if a friend is trying to reconnect, but you're not interested in restarting that friendship. My question is, what do you do if they are on the opposite side and you are the friend that gets rejected by the person you're trying to reconnect with? Two of my friends this year decided that they don't want to be friends with me. I get people grow apart. I just didn't think that after more than 10 years of friendship, I would really have to worry. I have a really bad social anxiety. I have really bad social anxiety, so I have a difficult time meeting people and making new friends. I've accepted my friends' decisions, but how do I deal with the painful rejection and loneliness? I've only had this circle of friends... So I feel like there is no one left. I feel lost. And to make things worse, one of these friends specifically doesn't want to be friends with me because she doesn't want to deal with my mental health issues anymore. What the fuck? She literally called me a burden. Wow. Okay, you know, they don't fucking deserve that. 
like you you don't deserve that and they don't deserve you um i understand it's not easy to be around someone who struggles with mental health but i feel so shitty that it is the reason why she doesn't want to be friends with me because if i could change this about myself i would exactly like you're already dealing with enough shit you don't need other people being like it's really impacting my life like i get it it can be rough chris you fucking live with me Absolutely. Like, would it be an easier life situation if you were not dealing with depression and anxiety yes. and PTSD? Absolutely. Duh, and I does feel it that put, way. like a strain <laughs> on like you know both of our lives. Yes, it does. Absolutely. But do I blame you for it? No, I don't. Do no. I like? It's just. <sighs> it's part of the fucking. It's just part of the life that I happen to have. You know, blessed with. You know, and it's not th- my fault. It's, it sucks. There's going to be definitely, like, if you've been in a friendship for, like, ten years. And, That's got to be and, rough. And they decide to, like, end it. You know, it's what, what, what was going on before that? You know, I thought we were friends. Like, the connection was stronger than this kind of thing. Like, I've, you know, drifted away from friends that I've been friends with for that long of a time. But, like, yeah. it's not like a fuck you, like, I don't like you anymore. It was a it was a drifting to thing. To be honest with you, I do. It wasn't ten years. It was, like, more like three years. But I had some friends that we constantly get asked about. Yes. <laughs> um, that I was very close to for, like, three years. And it was a friendship that I was really... It was very important friendship to me. It, was a it group came of at friends. a very important time in your life. Yes. And, you know, I don't, like, look back and think, like, oh, wow, whatever. Because I did have a really good bond with those people. And, you know, I really did appreciate the friendship when I had it. Yeah. But we did have, like, a, a fucking disagreement. And in my personal opinion, it was not, like, a large enough issue that... It just, it ended something that I really cherish, and I just think that, like... It was over something really fucking dumb. And it was, we were all going through a bunch of shit at the time, so I think that played a role into it, but, like, it just sucks because I feel like it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be thrown away over one fight when we'd had so many other fights that all were, like, resolved, like, same day, because we were the type of people that, like, if we had something going on with one of us, like, we always, like, confronted that person and tried to fix it in that moment, so that's why I came to a shock, and it, it... I feel like maybe it had to do with the fact that I also was, like, living in Seattle and they thought, like, you know, whatever at this point because I'm not living there. But, you know, it definitely hurt me. And it took me, like, you know, a good year to, like, get over that. And every once in a while I think about it and I'm, like, I feel sad about it. But at the same time, I'm, like, all right, well, I'm going to find friends that aren't going to feel like we can have one argument and then it's over. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah, because, I mean, you were told some things in that argument that was kind of like being, like, you know, you're a burden. But, like. Yeah. So it, it's just it's, it was a similar situation. It's just yeah. like I think if a friendship is worth it, you try to fix it. Like any relationship, like a significant other, platonic or you know romantic, like any relationship that you think is important, you should work to fix. But you know these people don't seem that awesome to be honest with you. Like we don't want to like friend, drag your friends that like you had like for a very long time, and we know that there's definitely some like good feelings that yeah. you had like in the past. I but, get it though, like. It's tough, and, like, I have friends that also deal with mental health problems, and, yeah, like, I can relate, and it definitely puts strains on everyone's relationships, no matter who you are, but, like, you still, like, that's, first of all, it doesn't define your, it doesn't define you, like, you're not, you're just, you're more than just your mental health problems, like, it's so fucked up, in my opinion, I'm sorry. It is very fucked up, and, like... Maybe they'll apologize later on, because, honestly, can you honestly think about how sick inside you would feel to know that you told someone that? 
who already is dealing with enough. Like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's not like having mental health problems excuses you from having any bad behavior. Because, like, I can absolutely, like witness when i'm being like not nice to you because of it and then i apologize for that and like it doesn't excuse any bad behavior that i might have going on because of these problems but like it doesn't define everything i think that's really fucked up it's worth like if you very much cherish these relationships to you know try and open the communication and just like talk to them my recommendation would be like to if you're trying to do anything with that i would say like to tell them how you feel because it's always good to come from a place like that's what i did in any you know argument i had it's like you tell them how what happened or what was said or whatever made you feel so it takes the pressure you statements it's not like you're attacking them but like you're just letting them know that like that hurt you and i mean i don't always do that there's definitely been times where i've just kept it to myself but like sometimes you shouldn't i don't know but if it comes to a point where you know this is going to be over like you definitely just have to let yourself mourn that loss of that relationship yeah and there's just so many endless people that you can meet though you know what i mean like the internet's I, a fantastic place something that like i always think about is like when you're watching like movies and you know tv shows and stuff like they glorify like having these friends from like the sandbox till you know your wedding or whatever yeah. past that and like same with like families and like that's just hasn't been my reality you know what i mean it's and not I, a lot of people's reality i know there's like this pressure to like have like you know like there's something better if you're still friends with the same people that you've been friends with like your whole life but or whatever that's a very, and it's like it just happens that's a very like big kind of thing to assume that everybody would be able to do that everybody would be able to not like be able to stay friends with the same people that they grew up with from birth because people change all the like, time. Like, are those special relationships? Absolutely. But like, okay, for example, like I had you know my best friends in high school. Once we went to college, and then post college, you know, we graduated what like three years ago now. Wow, wow, that's yeah. fucked up. Um, that's crazy. Whoa, yeah, it's the eighth. Like, I think we did like. Oh my god, yeah, like, this month, like, literally. Like, literally, like, yesterday, the 7th was the day we graduated, I weird. think. Wow. Fucking weird. Coming to you live. Um, so, like, you know, we just naturally drifted apart. There was no, like, big argument or anything that happened. And, like, recently, we've all been connecting, and, like, possibly these two people might be visiting us in Seattle. And, like, it's just something that I would not have expected to have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, you never know what's going to happen. Life is fucking weird. People come in and out of your life, and sometimes they come back, and they revive their role, and it's wild, but, you know, you just you just keep going. You're going to meet so many people, too. Yeah. And, you know, that's just the way it is. This coffee is that good. I'm doing a rogue pour mid-show. Yo, I still taste pancakes me too and i think it's fantastic i bet our apartment smells amazing Ooh, we should leave yeah. and then come back all right uh we're gonna end this with uh one last question this is mainly for you oh. but uh if you could be a contributor to the sims 5 what would you want to see or change in the game oh we can both contribute to this Chris, I feel like you have even more i mean here's the thing sims is always going to be a shitty poor quality made game it always has so many kinks and so many frustrating, stupid features, but I love it. I feel like you get more frustrated at some of the crap. <laughs> I think that they should bring back the ability to change the terrain. Like the height? Yeah. 
Yeah. Ma- like, like, you can make, hills like, mountains and, and hills, stuff. valleys. Also, yeah, ponds the, used to look so much nicer. The ability to change the town. Yeah, I, it makes me so mad to have these, like, gorgeous homes, and then these ugly-ass de- default, like, homes next to me. Yeah. And, like, oh my god, I downloaded this mod for, if you have the Sims 4 pack. Well, modder hacks. <laughs> I'm, like, honestly, I do the most modding ever on this game. Like, it's a yeah. mess. It runs like shit. It's like 40 minutes to like run. Yeah. Um, but it's on the outdoor expansion pack and it makes all of the trees and the terrain and everything look very real, like an actual forest. And it is by far the greatest thing I've ever downloaded. My houses look lit. Yeah. It just sucks. though. like, there's like these random ass playgrounds that are next to things that With, look like, like boats shit. Yeah. And like random jungle gyms. I don't need that. I don't want any of it. I want to do my own paths as well. You know? Basically just, like, return some of the focus back to, like, the home building aspect of it. Because this one, they focused on, like, the relationships. It and, was like, the, the personality and the whims. I mean, some of the stuff... Because I, I barely use my actual Sims anymore. I just play, like, by decorating homes. <laughs> but, like, they did add... <laughs> they add so much to the way that the Sims, like, communicate and how they can multitask and stuff. So it's very cool. I would love to see even more advancements of that kind of stuff. I would like to have more careers. I feel like they only ever have, like, four careers. Like, can we get some more, you know? And more personality types. I feel like there's just never enough, like, main personality types. You know what I mean? Um, But honestly, most of it is just, like, can they hire the people that make the custom content to make the content for this game. Because when I look at, like, a chair that someone made or a chair that EA provided me with, I just laugh. <laughs> it's just... It's There's so very sad. few items that The hair EA especially. Provides. Like, they have, like... When you download a hairstyle, it's got, like, each individual strand and a perfect balayage. And then EA just looks like rubber. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? How do they make it... How do they not hire these people who are clearly very talented? Like, I wonder, like, if they do, though, ever, like, hire people from that community. Because there's such a vibrant community of content makers. People make so much shit for The Sims. And they continue. Like, how old is The Sims 4 now? Uh, I don't know. A couple years old. And then I would also say, like, you know how you go to school and then you're just gone, girl? I would love to actually see what school is like and not have that be an expansion pack. Like, have that built into uh, the game. Not be an expansion pack? This is easy to to go to one school room. <sighs> to, like, buy everything for that game, you spend, like, 200 fucking dollars. I know. Like, I would love to have the restaurant one because I build a lot of restaurants, but they don't actually function as such. And it would be so nice, but I'm not buying that fucking, like, $30. How about, you know, not fucking put vampires and hot tubs in separate DLC oh, packs? Like, I, that came in the game. Sims 2 Nightlife was the best expansion pack. That and the Sims 1 Vacation one, where I used to just make people fuck in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> The best. Also, pets. Where the fuck are those? Yes, you're right. Sims 5 should have some pets. They, you should be able to have, like, some wild And the pets should all pets. have personalities, and you should be able to play oh as the pets as well. <laughs> what if you could just, like, go to the ocean and, like, fish, and then, like... You're, you have a fish that you take home Yeah, you. you catch, like, a mole mole or something. Oh, well, honestly, just bringing back, like, that was something that I loved in Sims 3, where you're, like, walking around the town, you're, like, picking up gems, and getting fossils and all of those other things and finding weird, like, other worlds that you didn't realize yeah, were there. Yeah. Like, I wish they had stuff like that. You can't walk around your town 
in The Sims 4. So sad. I love The Sims, man. I have stand that game since, like, what was it? Sims City, like, the very first game that they came out with. Yeah. They had all I, these really I think, like, shitty Sim ones. City is, like, that's a different series, but I think SimCity came before Sims. I just remember playing that on, like, my PC or um, the... Sim Safari. Oh my god. <laughs> and it was kind of like Zoo Tycoon, but basically you have like a desert that you're looking after and it's just all different safari animals and you choose like the terrain. It was such a stupid fun game. <laughs> I loved that game. I would like make a big ocean and then I would put like one circle of land and I would have like one animal on that circle. Oh my god. So like not cruelty free, but it was digital. So <laughs> I don't know. It was uh... something. I love that Maxis, game. Maxis, hit us up. Hit us up. Actually, don't. Well, Maybe. Maxis can, but EA can't. Don't well, ever talk they, to EA. Yeah, one. You got the other. EA stands for ew, assholes. <laughs> okay, that was a little extra. Uh, it just sucks. PopCap's part of that, too, you know? Uh, uh, we pretend. We you know, pretend. it's kind of like Becca Cosmetics, you know? Okay, yeah. Or whatever. I feel like they were bought by somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're just like, oh, it's still Becca. <laughs> I think with that, we should wrap up the show. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so binges, stay tuned. The rest of you guys, thanks for having multiple cups of coffee with us. Yeah, hope you had some organic pours in there somewhere. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye. All right, benches. So we talked a little bit about Wonder Woman today. So we did the benches as superheroes or supervillains. Yes. So starting off with Alexandra Taylor, who is Lex Luthor. Valerie Molina is Valerie Hart. Emily Sweeney is Swamp Thing. Melanie Weldon is Jim Powell. Alex Capraro is Captain America. That fucking American flag asshole. Kim Boyvere is Bumble Boy. Me. Shannon Shires is King Shark. Also me. Alicia McKee is Mimic. Kimberly Proza is Professor X. Sarah Booth is Boom Boom. Taylor Collins is Fire Lord. Emma Corbeil is Ripcord. Angelica Feliz is Angel Dust. Gwen Stowe is Storm. Victoria Thoo is Vision. Sloane Fuller is Nick Fury. Kat Schultz is Black Cat. Megan Burrell is Giganta. Kim Greeley is Green Arrow. Jason Gonzalez is Poison Ivy. Talked about her. <laughs> Lindsay Torlina is Human Torch. Jess Adams is Jessica Jones. Liv Maltby is Animal Man. Megan Oxley is Toxin. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Bloodhawk. Kennedy Rochelle is Raven. M. Samek is Emma Frost. Rebecca Edmondson is Crimson Crusader. Taryn Parker is Shocker. Alana Barbosa is Big Barda. Lutzi is Groot. <laughs> Megan Ashley is The Flash. Lee. Bailey Lynn is Green Goblin. Fuck that man. Emily Tormey is Gladiator. Sonia Vazbrun is Dazzler. Sabrina Hughes is Sabretooth. Fiona is Firebird. Stephanie Oliver is the Living Brain. Juanita Cara is Carnage. <laughs> Annie Wynn is Winter Soldier. Cassandra Lee is Sandman. Emma Nigren is Tempest. Courtney Hall is Corsair. Becca Jansen is Sentry. Angela Sue is Angel. Michelle North is North Star. Aaron Bray is Brainiac. Jada Goshi is Ego. My Elizabeth is Mystique. Ishbel Mendez is the Punisher. Talia Miller is Crystal. Margarita is Miss Marvel. Avery Labelson is Craven the Hunter. Oh, fancy. Anthony Hood is Red Hood. Mariah Hanna is Thanos. Liz Holbrook is Lizard. Jennifer Habgood is Granny Goodness. That's Who my favorite. That? <laughs> Madison Greer is Jean Grey. Madison Wolf is Man Wolf. Megan McNally is Omega Red. Megan Preyas is Doppelganger. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> the Doppelgangers. 
Corey Springfield is Offspring. Ilka is Silk Spectre. Jaxadora Who is Drax the Destroyer. Nicole Allen is Captain Cold, a.k.a. Chris at all times. <laughs> Bridget Gary Davis is Captain Britain. Jennifer Cornwell is Scorpion. Sophia Cock is Hancock. Ash Roselle is Kid Flash, so okay. <laughs> Jackie Burkhart is Jack of Hearts. Beth Fonseca is Apocalypse. Ian Murphy is Miss Martian. Me. Kendall Berg is Chamber. Megan Grilly is Harley Quinn. Chloe Ireland is Siren. Oh my god, what's the fucking Suicide Squad thing? Like He was his queen. <laughs> yeah, this is about Harley. Uh, Taco Roach is the comedian. Haley Cadwalder is Walrus. Camellia Malky is Chameleon. Maddie Pullman is Polaris. Amanda Pete is Beetle. Caitlin Whalen is Goblin Queen. Cody Robinson is Robin. <laughs> Lauren Chavone is Frenzy. Dana Daly is Doomsday. Claire Wood is Silver Claw. Anna Hernandez is Black Canary. Sarah is Mara. Whoa. Vlynn and Drew are Judge Dredd. Hillary Gay is Garbage Man. <laughs> My fave. Mackenzie Knight is Moon Knight. And Rachel Evans is Ray. Rachel Ray. <laughs> Whoa, crazy. Let's carry this shit from the fridge, bitch. All right, the other Beach Bonches are the extras in every superhero movie that's just like being just in. They're at a cafe that's getting exploded. And in New screaming. York, like, yeah. In Times Square. We've got Allison Frankoy. Ashley Riefenberg. Joanna Jensen, Mallory, Allie Malone, Kathleen Wynn, and Rose Barnett. Thank you guys for supporting us. This is uh, fun to find out what you should see what your superpower is. And let us know if you identify with it and the villain or whatever you identify with. Yes, exactly. I love hearing that it's like a perfect match or the perfect non match. Ooh. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoy your week and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.